Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What's up, team? Welcome to the Wellness Check-In Club, the podcast where we practice self-care on the go and give you actionable wellness tips in less than 15 minutes. Hello, and welcome to the club. Today, we have a special guest on the podcast, and I can't wait to learn from her. She's so inspiring and one of my wellness entrepreneur role models. She's a lifestyle YouTuber, host of the Dare to Self-Care podcast, and a health and wellness social media specialist in New York City. She's known for sharing about all things self-care, productivity, and wellness online. Please welcome Jen Lauren to the club. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We are so excited to have you here. How are you this morning? I'm good. It's a very Monday Monday where I'm like feeling productive, but also it's really hard to get awake. (laughs) I feel that. And you're on the East Coast, right? You're in New York? Yes, I'm in New York City. So fun. Oh my gosh. It's 8 a.m. here on the West Coast and I've got my coffee right next to me. I'm definitely also in the wake up mood right now. Yeah, I still am at 11 (laughs) a.m. Yeah, I will be too. (laughs) So let's get into it. We start every episode here at the club by asking our guests, what is your wellness philosophy? I would say my wellness philosophy is doing what lights you up. So I don't think that you can truly be well or feel your best unless you're doing things that are lighting you up and making you happy on the inside. It's not just a physical thing. It's not, you know, get stronger or do this because, you know, if you drink a green juice, you'll you'll live longer. It's all about what makes you feel your best because at the end of the day, that's, you know, what constitutes a fulfilling life, but also that's what you're going to stay consistent with and get those long-term benefits of wellness. Totally. I love that so much. And I love the consistency piece of it because it's so true that if you're doing things that don't feel good to you, you're not going to want to like wake up and do them every day. Totally. That is just so spot on. I love it. So in the same realm, how do you approach your own wellness? I definitely like to be intuitively led, but at this point I have a whole toolbox of mental health and wellness tools that I know work for me because I've tried so many different things, which I think is definitely the first step is just trying things out and seeing what works well with you, your body, your mind, what you're gravitating towards. And now that I have a lot of those things, I like to just be intuitively led. So I'm not doing the same workout every day. Some days I'm really craving high intensity or cardio to sweat it out. And sometimes I have lower energy or I just want a more relaxed, low impact workout. So, you know, that's really speaking on fitness. But yeah, I think That's just how I approach everyday wellness. I have a routine in terms of what times I do things, but whatever that thing might be, whether it's the workout or what meditation or breath work I want to do that morning, I all let 
let it be intuitively led to what I'm feeling that day. So I never feel forced into anything, but I'm always getting something in that makes me feel good. That is so amazing that you've tried so many things that now you've just collected this toolbox. And I totally see that on your TikTok. For everybody listening, you need to follow Jen's TikTok. Thank you. (laughs) You need to follow it because I get so many ideas for how I want to practice self-care. It's just so lovely. Oh my God. Thank you. I'm so glad. (laughs) But I feel like I'm always also seeing your videos on TikTok about the topic of taking care of yourself first. And I think that that's definitely something that people here at the club are trying to figure out for themselves. So do you have any suggestions for how we can take care of ourselves first? Yeah, I think it goes back to that idea of what lights you up. So what I love to do when I'm feeling like all of my energy is going to other people and I'm not, you know, prioritizing myself, first of all, I take a step back and realize actually if I did put myself first, I can show up for these people 10 times better and they'll be feeding off my positive energy because I'm feeling good. But second of all, when you don't know where to start or what to do, I take out a journal and when I need to just come back to myself, I answer the question, what lights me up? Or in other words, what's giving me energy and then what's draining my energy? And I look at that list and I just try to infuse more of that into my life. For me, what always comes up is a workout class because I'm focused on myself. I'm not on the phone. I'm feeding off other people's energy. Just so many reasons. That is like my safe space. So I'll come back to that and realize, you know, I haven't gone all week because I've been, you know, putting this other person or this other thing first or this job first. So that's something I can come back to as a reminder. And that's just one example. For you, it could be cooking. It could be spending time with family. It could be laughing. And you realize, you haven't laughed in a week. So what makes you laugh? This one friend that you call or this one comedian that you can watch or watching friends. So it can be as small or as specific of a thing. But going back to that list and just being able to reflect on a prompt like that always works for me. That prompt is amazing. I think it's such a great way to spark those conversations in your head. Does that bring you joy or does this bring you joy? And you kind of touched on this already. If you've been spending time with work too much or you've been prioritizing another person too much, do you have any advice, I guess, on how to set boundaries or how to use boundaries to put yourself first? So I always come back to this idea of a no to someone else is a yes to yourself. So you don't always have to think of it, number one, in such a negative light of, oh no, I'm saying no, I'm a shitty friend or whatever you feel. It's I'm actually saying yes to myself, who's the person I need to be taking care of the most and caring for the most. It comes back to that idea of, you know, you won't be able to show up as your best self for other people if you're not taking care of yourself first. And then my biggest piece of advice for actually setting those boundaries when you don't know how to say it without sounding rude or sounding quote unquote selfish is putting the other person keeping the other person in mind and in consideration with your delivery. So if you're just saying, oh, I'm too tired, I don't feel like it, I'm going to stay in tonight, that's different than, honestly, I'm not going to be a good vibe to be around tonight. I will not be fun to be around and I want to show up like as my best self for you or like I want you to be able to vent to me and my mind is just not there right now, like I'm so distracted or whatever it might be. 
I'm going to stay in tonight. Can we reschedule for another night? So that person still feels like you're taking their feelings into consideration. You still want to spend time with them. You're still going to reschedule. It's just not in either of your best interests tonight. So that's always my biggest piece of advice is still making them feel heard and seen and like you want to hang out with them. That is always going to, the delivery is always going to come across in an, in a nicer way than if you're just like, I'm too tired. Sorry. Then obviously they're going to feel like, oh, they didn't care about spending time with me. Right. That is so true. And I think so many of us just still go to these events and these things that we once said yes to. And then we aren't showing up for those people or for that thing in the best possible way. And then when we get home, we feel even worse that we went to it and weren't our best selves. So I feel like that's such a great way to reframe the no. And it's just kind of like a not right now instead of a no. I love that. Totally. And sometimes you do have to push yourself. Like I've been learning that recently. Sometimes I started, you know, setting too many boundaries and cutting myself too much slack and almost being like way less empathetic than I used to be. Cause I'm like boundaries, 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 but I do think mm-hmm. there's a balance and it all comes back to taking stock and reflecting. Does this person or this job or this task that's being asked of me or required of me, does it drain my energy or does it give me energy? And sometimes similar to a workout, Once you show up, it actually gives you energy, even though you didn't feel like going. So thinking about it in terms of, am I just being lazy or does my body actually need the rest when it goes into a, in terms of a workout? So just practicing that self-reflection is going to make you so much more self-aware, which helps in all aspects of mental health and well-being. Totally. That is such a great point about the tiredness and not feeling like you want to go, but then also kind of going back to that journal prompt that you were sharing, like if it's going to bring you joy, if it's going to light you up, then you can kind of talk yourself into doing the things that you know in your heart are going to serve you. I love it so much. I'm going to write down that prompt literally right after this. (laughs) So I'm super curious because I know that you've talked to just the coolest humans all the time on your podcast, and I'm sure that you've learned a lot, but what's one thing that you've learned about wellness and self-care since starting your podcast? I think the biggest thing I've learned is it looks different for everyone and everyone is different. So your wellness experience is your wellness experience and your wellness journey and what works for you might not work for someone else. And that sounds so cliche. I feel like everyone's preaching that these days, but I ask in the beginning of every episode, what's your top self-care tip? And everyone's Mm -hmm. is different. Some, some people it's sleep and that's like not even something during the day. That's something you could do (laughs) while you're sleeping to nourish and recharge for the next day. And for some people, you know, I use the example of cooking before one person might dread it. One person, it might give them such a creative outlet and an opportunity to be off their phone. And they just, maybe it's nostalgia or whatever it might be. So I think that's what I learned is like, don't follow someone else's morning routine just because they're happy or they're healthy. I learned through some gut health and hormonal episodes, just because something's branded as good for your gut health, it might not be good for my gut because my microbiome is messed up and I have SIBO. So just, I was like following all these gut health recipes and then experts came on and they were like, 
that's not for everyone's gut. And that's not for people with IBS or for people with SIBO or with PCOS or whatever. So I think that's really what I learned when it comes to things like that, like not just mental health, but also physical health, investing in yourself, finding a health coach or someone that can cater to your individual microbiome after actual testing to look into your specific body as an example. So I think that's the biggest thing I've learned is you have to just take stock and do your research on all different avenues and see what works for you specifically. Yeah, I think that is so cool. And I'd love for you to tell everybody here at the club more about your podcast and your TikTok and your YouTube and all the ways that they can find you and learn this stuff from you. I would love to. So <laughs> my TikTok is Jen Lauren with two N's. That's my most like fun outlet. I'm posting on there almost every day. I review workout classes around New York City, just all things New York City self-care. And then my YouTube channel is a lot of productive vlogs, but then I do, I try wellness experiences around New York City and I post videos about those kind of documentary styles. So just longer form content on there. And the podcast, I bring other wellness experts and entrepreneurs into the conversation, which is super fun. And then on Instagram and Geneva is kind of just the community hub where everyone can follow and find all things about all the different platforms that I'm on. So I'm really everywhere at this point. So if you are interested in the New York City lifestyle or like New York City bloggers, anything like that, wellness related workout classes, follow me on whatever platform is your preferred platform to consume content. Yay. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. And to close out, I always love to hear how have you been practicing self-care lately? Like in the last seven days, what have you been doing for yourself? I love that you say seven days because as I mentioned, I'm very intuitively led. <laughs> so it always looks different. In the past seven days, I've been very into my kundalini yoga, which is breath work and manifestation kind of wrapped into one. And I've also been loving low impact workouts. So Pevolve and Pilates I've been very into because it just feels really nice in my body right now. I have a strain in my shoulder. So just doing some more, you know, movements that are rooted in physical therapy and Pilates that are great for your posture have really been making my body feel really good, nice, lean, limber these days. So I would say those are my top two things right now. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much for sharing and giving us all a little piece of you today in the last 10-ish minutes. And before we all head off on the rest of our days, just a quick reminder that you are strong, you are powerful, and you are more than enough. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.